chapter 3 is...
They want to latch onto you and harden your heart as well. So, because we all know the old saying, misery loves company. You say, preacher, but I thought we need to win them. You turn them over to God, he'll win them. Amen? You turn them over to the Lord. Listen, it is unhealthy to be around strife and envy. Proverbs in chapter 20 and verse 3 tells us, it is an honor for a man to cease from strife, but every fool will be met with it. It is an honor to you today to cut those that gender strife in your life. Strife is deadly. To put away strife is an honorable thing to do. To put away strife is a healthy thing to do. And you put it away in your own life and those who are around you that seemingly will not learn and will not come on board, you put them away as well. Because of the health of you, your family, your church, your life, and those around you. Doing so, guys. Understanding that this wisdom that is from above is not hard. It doesn't develop that seared conscience. It is something that will nurture and love and supple and bring the fruit of righteousness into our life. The wisdom that is not from above, the wisdom from this earth, it is unhealthy to you today. It is not held today. But when you put that strife away, when you get rid of that un unhealthy uh, wisdom from this world today and do the honorable thing, it will open a door to wisdom which is heaven. Which is heaven. Our last two verses in James chapter 3 says, but the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, and easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. And the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace of them that make peace. Do you notice those last few words there? That make peace. I've heard people say so often many times, I just want peace in my life. Well, maybe you ought to try making peace in your life. I've heard people that tell me, I, I counsel with people, I speak to them on, on several occasions, and, they, and they'll, they'll open up with this and say, listen, preacher, I've asked God to take this from me. And I said, man, listen, it may be that God has an extended grace in your life to take whatever it is away from you and get it out of your life, but there's a good chance that he ain't going to take it out of your life. He's given you a book. He's given you prayer. He's given you uh, uh, the availability for, to have wisdom from above, and that wisdom is going to teach you to get it out of your life yourself if you want to grow. Whether it be strife, whether it be envy, whether it be bitterness, whether it be hardness, whether it be hypocrisy, whether it be partiality, whatever it may be, this wisdom that is heavenly today enables us to have the fruit of righteousness which is sown in peace and the caveat is to them that make peace. The Bible tells us also that as much as life in you, live peaceably with all men. As much as you can, try to live peaceably with all men. If there are some out there in your life that you cannot live peaceably with, what's the best thing to do? Cut them off. Amen. Remove them from your life because it is an unhealthy relationship. The practicality of the wisdom that James is speaking of is a relational wisdom. It is, it, is, it is a fruit-bearing wisdom. It is something that we can employ in our life to make our lives better and thus making the lives of those around us better. 
Some of us live in a world today where our exterior relationships are nothing but, but turmoil. And we keep going back and back and back as a dog does the vomit and the sow does the mire. We continue to go back there, seeming, seemingly self-harming ourselves to the pain that others inflict upon us. And I'm telling you here this morning, you don't have to do it. Yes, you should pray for those friends and family members. Yes, you should love them, but you do not have to submit yourself to the earthly, sensual, devilish wisdom that they offer. It is unhealthy and it is not heavenly. Heavenly wisdom come, that comes from God will have the following characteristics. This is how simple it is. It is pure in thoughts. You say, what if I have an impure thought that it ain't from God? Is it from the devil? No, it's probably from you. Amen? Let's just, hey, don't give the devil more credit than he deserves. Amen? It's not only pure in thoughts, it's pure, it's pure in words. It's pure in the words that you say. It's pure in deeds, my friend. Pure wisdom is pure in deeds, the actions that you do. I heard a testimony last night from a British soldier. And I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go ahead and say it out there. This has nothing to do with politics whatsoever. It, 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 trust me, if you don't like it, I promise you, you'll get over it. Okay, all right. So I'm not trying to upset you, Apple Cart. Whoever's listening, turn it off if you don't like what I'm getting ready to say. At the present time, I really don't care. I'm just gonna quote a British soldier. All right. He was being interviewed after he'd come back from, I believe it was Afghanistan. I want to say I could be mistaken on the location. He was in a he, he said he, he, he was telling this guy what happened when the then President Trump came over to the United Kingdom. And they walked in a room together somehow, some way. And uh, President Trump showed up. Now, I can tell some of you ain't liking what I'm saying. You, you, you'll be all right. It, it ain't going to hurt you, okay? You're, you're entitled to be upset and wrong. Um, but I don't care, guys. I really don't. All right, because this is a good testimony. He said the he said the uh, the president at the time walked up to him, shook his hand, and he said, "Thank you for saving American lives, American soldiers' lives." But on the back side of that story, he said there was no news reporters there, there was no other leadership there, the British government didn't have uh, at the time the Queen. No one, no, it was just him. A handful of people, and of course, I'm sure some security. And the soldier made this point. He said there was, from a, from a political perspective, he said there was absolutely nothing for him to gain. Coming over and shaking and thinking. He did go, and the, the guy that was asking him, the other British guy was asking him, he asked him if any higher-ups within his own government had done the same. He said, no. He said, yeah, we had a few conversations with some commanders here and there, but no one of that position. He goes, and the only point he was making, he wasn't on the supporting side. It wasn't a political statement. He goes, I just think it's worthy to take note of. Why am I telling you that this morning? Is it part of the sermon? No. I'm just telling you today that if your deeds are pure, you're going to do it without the entourage. When your deeds are pure, you're doing something expecting zero in return. 
Helping someone and being kind to someone and loving someone who cannot do anything for you. That is pure deeds today. And that is the root of pure wisdom. Not only is it pure thoughts, words, deeds, but it's pure in spirit. It's pure in body. It's pure in biblical doctrine. It's pure in practice. It's pure in faith. And it's pure in morals. You say, my goodness, brother, that's a, that's a long list. It is. But it's a long list of what our society is failing in today. What our society has failed in so greatly, so wonderfully. Sunday today is nothing but another day for businesses to be open, for people to clog up the roads, for kids to go and play sports and all of that. And I'm going to tell you, it's an earmark of a nation that's turned its back on God when they put their attention more on exterior exterior things than they do the house of God. It's not heavenly wisdom. Heavenly wisdom that comes from God will also be peaceable and will love to maintain peace in every situation without sacrificing purity. You catch that last part? Now we want peace with everyone. So this is what the liberals say. Let's just love one another. Let's just hug, and no matter what their doctrine is, no matter what choices they've made, no matter who they are, let's just love and kiss and hug. We can just, we can get along with everyone. That's not biblical. The Bible tells us to come ye out, uh, thus saith the Lord, and be ye separate. Touch not the unclean thing. That's still a Bible verse, by the way, amen? But heavenly wisdom maintains peace in every situation without sacrificing its purity. Heavenly wisdom is gentle. It's courteous. It's respectful of the feelings of others. Heavenly wisdom is willing to yield. Husbands, listen to me. Heavenly wisdom is willing to yield, yet open to reason and ready to give in when truth requires it. Hey, man, there's some battles that ain't worth winning. Husbands, there's some battles in your home that is not worth fighting on that mountain. You're going to lose the war. Wives, there are some battles, some issues, there's some things that are going to be within the four walls of your house that if you have heavenly wisdom, you need to be willing to bend, willing to yield. Neighbors, co-workers, friends, family members, whatever it may be, it's the same thing because this wisdom is relational. You don't have to win every argument. You don't have to win every dispute. You don't have to be right. You don't have to be the topper as we talked about a couple years ago. Heavenly wisdom is full of mercy. To those who are in the wrong. It's easy to be merciful to those who are in the right. It's easy to be merciful to those that you love and like. It's easy to be merciful to those guys that you're getting along with and you have coffee with. But you know what? It's difficult to be merciful to those who are in the flat out wrong. Heavenly wisdom is anxious to help them that are in the wrong find the right way. When I say anxious, I mean eager, not you know, whatever. 
Today he likes to use the word which is not. Eager. Heavenly wisdom is full of good fruit by being compassionate and kind. It's without partiality. It does not produce favoritism. And lastly, heavenly wisdom is without hypocrisy by being sincere and genuine. So the wisdom which comes from God is first pure, and then it promotes peace, and it ends in righteousness. Through heavenly wisdom, guys, we, are, we have the ability to view life from God's perspective, along with the mental perception and comprehension that what God will bestow upon us. So I'm going to close with these questions. Is there bitterness or is there envy in your heart this morning? Are you speaking from God's wisdom or are you making your decisions in this life according to the wisdom of this world? Are you a peacemaker today or are you a troublemaker today? If your heart is right before God, he will use your words to produce the right kind of fruit in your life. And no matter what that fruit may be, if it's the right kind of fruit that's coming from the Lord above, by which that wisdom from heaven comes, it's the fruit you need. It's the fruit that those that are around you need. Your outward behavior will reflect if you are wise as to control your tongue, place your mind deliberately under the authority of God in order to allow God to control every word, deed, and action in your life. So I ask you this morning, guys, you want a prayer request today? You want something? You want wisdom this morning? Ask God to give you wisdom. Don't trust the wisdom of this world. Don't trust the wisdom of your own thoughts. Don't lean on the wisdom that is from below, but look toward the heavenly wisdom, which is not hard, but is healthy. Will you bow your heads this morning? Father in heaven, we thank you, Lord, for this opportunity and time to be together today. We thank you for your precious word, the purity of its preservation, promotion of this beautiful scripture that you've given us this morning. Lord, the conviction, my soul, upon the hearts of, in preparation and preaching today, dear God, each one of us are alike. Each one of us should fall before the throne of God Almighty. Beg and plead for the wisdom which is from above. Lord, that we may make peace in the lives that you've given us today and with those that are around it. Lord, we love you. We thank you for all that you've done. We thank you for who and what you are. We ask you to bless the rest of this day and our time together. In Jesus' name, amen.